What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Welcome back, everyone. Damn it. What? Time is just flying. Time has been a fly. Listen, April came and went. It really did. It was such a fast month. It was. And Time flies when you're having fun. But I needed to slow down a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Just, you know. I just needed to slow. Okay. It's going too fast. I want to in- actually enjoy the nice weather before it being winter again, you know? So it just feels like, like fucking winter. Just, yeah, it's so chilly. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I just wanted to slow down. I want to enjoy. I want to be able to enjoy the, the spring and into the summer. And I feel like now that it just started to get a little nice, that last month just went, you yeah. know? So I don't There's want to just- There's a lot going on. Yeah. Time goes faster when you're like more occupied and busy. I don't, I, well, then I just want to do nothing, okay? Okay. Okay. Thanks. That's um, May goals. Yeah, just do nothing. Do nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> list, to-do list, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> just nothing. Uh, what are we grateful for today? Oh. I have one. Oh, go ahead. You go first. The garbage men. Oh. I'm grateful for them. We put out so much cardboard last night for the recycling, but like uh, garbage men in general, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Um, and they just, they just, it's so nice. You just put it to your curb and it disappears. 10 out of 10, love them. Yeah, I love them. You know what? You are so right. I'm not going to concur because that's just, I don't want to hijack your, you're grateful. (laughs) (laughs) But imagine we had to drive somewhere to like put our garbage away. Yeah. Imagine. Like we're like spoiled. Like we just put it to the edge of our house and they take it. And there it is. It's gone. Poof, be gone. I mean, we pay for it in our taxes, but. (laughs) Right. It's still a luxury. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's a good one, Liz. You like that? Mm Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for eyesight. How's that? Ooh, love that. When I went to, I'll, I'll go into my little story. All right. I went yesterday. I happened to be right by the place that I got my contacts. You know, my eye doctor gave me a script for glasses, but told me he does not do contacts there. And I said, that's okay, Mm -hmm. because I belong to a club at another place, and I think I have a script. So yesterday, I happened to be around the area, so I said, let me just go in there, take the time to do something for me, right? So I walk in, and I said, you know, the other doctor, she was moving to Texas. I said, before we left, she was like, she, I was literally there like every other day with a new pair of contacts. She was really trying to get me the best contacts for my vision. She was doing monovision and doing singular vision. And I mean, whatever. And uh, the last pair she had told me, she goes, listen, she goes, I'm going to be moving soon. She goes, I want you to just sign off on this. She goes, let me know if you like them. And if so, I'll like seal the prescription. And there was a gentleman that worked there that was like the manager. And he called me. I mean, we would talk all the time. He's like, because I was there all the time. Jerry, your new ones are here. Jerry, your new ones are here. Come try these. You know, Mm -hmm. I swore I had talked to him. Okay. So when I went in, I told him the story. I was with this girl when she moved to Texas. I tell them the whole thing. And I said, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not going to swear on it. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I have a script. So they look, and the girl right over, a a nasty, not-so-nice lady goes, check the calls. See if she actually called to confirm that she liked the contacts. I said, no, I didn't call to confirm. I said it was on a phone call when Kevin had called me. She goes, yeah, because he calls everybody to, you know, um, whatever the fucking, finalize all the things. But yours weren't finalized. I said, Okay, so maybe I didn't finalize. Like, I went in there saying, I'm pretty sure I did, but maybe I didn't. Uh, Get out of uh, here. I said, you know what, listen, that's okay anyway, because I know my eyes have changed, so I'm ready for a new exam anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, your membership expired. I was like, yes, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get another one. I'll uh, do it today, right? Uh-huh. So as I'm talking, Amani calls me. Uh-huh. Amani goes, Hey, Ma, I have a question. I said, what? He goes, I just got my eyes examined, and <gasps> I'm ordering my contacts. I just want to know, does it make a different name brand? Or as long as the script is right, I can go with any name brand. So I'm like, what do you mean you just got your eyes examined? He Shut goes, up. he was in the same place. He, we must have driven past each other. 
He's like, Ma, I was just there five minutes ago. The same exact the place. The same exact <laughs> place. No way. And I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. And he's like, no. He goes, you're there? And I said, yeah, I just got here like two minutes ago. He was like, well, I must have left five minutes ago. That is so funny. And then so, and I, in the middle of talking, I said, oh, excuse me, I'm getting a phone call from my son. Hold on. So I'm talking. And then I hang up and she goes, is your son Amani? And I said, yeah. And she goes, listen. This might be very inappropriate. She goes, but your son is fine. No, the lady that was being nasty? <laughs> no, oh. the, the other worker. <laughs> How funny was that? Make? So then, no, and then the other girl? worker, yeah, then the other worker goes, Was her name Man. Amanda? No. <laughs> she goes, Man, did you see his eyes? He's got the prettiest <gasps> eyes I've ever seen. They're just like uh, macking on Amani. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's so funny like what are the fucking odds same place like literally he was her last appointment and and i was like all right so can i just schedule something she goes oh well we have an opening now so i literally she went from seeing my son the doctor seeing the son to then seeing me that is so i was like funny. imagine you walked in and they were talking about how like their last client was so, so hot and, and, then then it was and then they were like wait that was your son <laughs> I just found it funny because she was like, this may be like really inappropriate and this might be like not something that I should say. She goes, but man, your son was fine. <laughs> I text him and he's like, ha ha ha. That boosts his ego a little bit. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it like a younger girl? Like someone yeah, who would be interested in? Oh, no, no. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> but I just thought it was the irony of it yeah. yeah no i thought it was just cute it was that funny is so funny so he was ordering his contacts and so now i'm gonna order mine okay did you get but, your glass oh you're waiting for your glasses i'm in the still mail. waiting for my glasses okay and then my contacts she said um because it's a new doctor there um what is, is it? it i drop a top <laughs> damn it i drop a clock i drop a top <laughs> i drop a top Drop your top, Sam. Like your convertible top, <laughs> not your top top. I love these. Oh, my eyes have been so... Maybe allergy season? Because that's why my eyes are extra dry? Does that happen? Is that part of allergy season? Oh, yeah. I don't know. They've been bothering me so much lately. But these are... It could be. So I mean, nice. some people also get super watery eyes. Uh, dry, itchy eyes, watery eyes. Yeah, I guess it could go either way. Yeah. Oh, also, you just, just had LASIK so surgery, so I wonder if that has what to do with it also. Yeah, and you know what? I was doing... Stop rubbing your eyeball. Why? Didn't you? Are you not allowed to rub your eye? It was only for the first week. Oh, yeah. go ahead, rub your eye. <laughs> go ahead, rubby rub, rub rub. I definitely rub them now. Um, oh yeah, I was doing them every two hours because I'm like, I don't need to do them every single hour now. That was just for like, like the very beginning recovery. But then I'm like, my eyes feel really dry. I'm like, let me go back to every hour because I'm like, I want to heal perfectly. Although you said when you went in, she told you that you had very dry eyes. Yes, and that so, too. So I'm like, maybe you got your eyeballs got used to saturating them all the time and now when you're not, they're like even drier. They're, they're like, "Hello. Good. Good. Give me the eye drops." <laughs> yeah. Well, last night I drove at night. I guess I haven't really driven that much at night. And I'm like, I hope this gets better because she did say like I'm still going to have that glare thing, like LASIK doesn't fix and neither does fucking glasses even though I pay for it and never I, fixes the so light annoying. glare. Um but I'm hoping, like, within the next few months, it just gets a little better at night, which it will. They say, like, your full potential is in a few months. But um, the glare was, like, kind of bad. Yeah. But, like, I could still see, but I just hope it gets, like, a little crispier, which yeah. I know that it will, you know, because I'm already seeing. I mean, I have 20-20 vision, so. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm on the right path. That's amazing. But anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Oh, no, I I, it was nothing. Uh, she was just saying that. Because I, uh, she said, let me go see if I ha happen to have your script. And she goes, because I know your script doesn't come in the um, sample box that they give for trials because their script doesn't go up that high. Mm -hmm. So it's like a special order kind of, you know, they don't keep a lot in stock because it's not. So now you don't have contacts or glasses. Correct. I mean, I have Good. my own contacts that are very off of what my script yeah. is now but it's okay i can kind of say yeah i can kind of say so she's like yeah so i'm gonna get my glasses for the up close you know and then i'm gonna get my contacts more for the distance and then if i have to read with my contacts she told me to get like a two plus mm. um reader oh my God. whatever dude 
I'm just so excited for you to start the book. I, I, so am I. I was looking at it this morning and I'm like, should I? Should I, I not? Should I? Should I not? And I was like, no, come on. They're gonna I be just here read any another day. one in like two days. I saw your thing. What I is it? Stop. Stranger? Something slammed. slammed. Pretty I was good. Like, it's spicy. Well, he's like a um, poetry guy. Okay, so like slam poetry. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Because uh-huh. what your description of it, I was like, that doesn't kind of match the title, but now that it, explains it. Yeah, yeah, that makes like, sense now. Yeah, it was kind. It, it was a really, really good book. There's two others in the series which are getting delivered today. I'm so excited, <laughs> Alyssa. I can't wait. Um, and people told me they're like, you're gonna get through Colleen Hoover way quicker than you think, and I really am flying through her books. Like they're just so good, but. Um, Zane actually surprised me with a Kindle the other day. Yeah. I'm like, is this because when my sister surprised me, I said I don't get surprised enough and I love surprises. He's like, partially. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, it was so unexpected. But I mentioned like in the car, I was like, you know, that would be really nice for like traveling since I am getting through books so quick, especially if we were to go to like, say like our honeymoon, like a chill vacation where we're just sitting on the beach. Uh-huh. I'm going to fly through books. What am I going to bring four hardcover books with me? Right. Not right, really right, necessary. Right, right. So like, and it's so little. It's like a little guy and it's so thin and light. And it's like, that's something perfect that I can just throw in my purse. Also, I had one in my purse when we were in Lake City and I destroyed it from like my zipper of the purse and like throwing my phone in there and my camera. It's like all like... <laughs> oh, the book. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Which is not a big deal. Like she's been, she's been red. You know, right. she's got a little wear and tear. But um, And you're not going to turn around and sell them anyway. You're going to keep I'm your not, library of books. Yeah. So like even if I read a book on the Kindle, I'm still going to want the hardcover. So I'm still going to buy them. Right. Because right, I just right. want, I just, yeah, I want the physical copies because I just love it. Um, But yeah, so he's spreading the Kindle. So I think it's perfect for like maybe out by the pool or like a scenario like Atlantic City where I only brought one book with me and I finished it. So I can just like go on my Kindle and get another one. Um, So I signed up for Kindle Unlimited. It's only 10 bucks a month. Not every single book is on it, though. Okay. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm just going to like use the Kindle for whatever is on there for that subscription, because otherwise you're paying $10 for the book anyway. I And I'm paying that for the physical book. So why would I pay twice just to have it on my Kindle? You know what I mean? Right. So I have to like plan out like which books I'm going to read where. Um, so like for this one, it's not on Kindle Unlimited. So I'm like, I already have them coming in the mail anyway. It's fine. I'll just read the actual book, you know? Gotcha. Um. And then also they have this really cool thing with the Kindle. It's called Libby and you connect it with your local library and you can rent books onto your Kindle. It's sick, but I don't know if it's just our library. Maybe it's like a everyone thing because a lot of people recommended it to me, but all of the books that like I would want to get from the library are like five or like seven week wait time. Well, because you're reading the most popular girl right now. I guess, yeah. Oh, well, that doesn't make sense because if it's a... They're, I guess they're only giving a certain amount of copies so that she still makes money. Because I'm sure there's people that are like, well, fuck, I'm not waiting seven weeks. Let me just go buy it or rent it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's a digital copy. It's a digital. So shouldn't they just be able to digitally saying, send it to other people? Yeah, like maybe they only hmm. allow a certain amount of digital copies so that she still makes sales. Gotcha. Gotcha. Probably. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know how that works. Like some Do of we them have are librarian available. in here. Yeah, maybe and tell us about it. But it, it is pretty cool that concept. So like, if a book's available on there, then I'll like download it on. But last night I downloaded. They had just a sample of the book that I'm getting in the mail today. So I like read that just to start like, getting used to the Kindle, um, and it's cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I like that's it. That's awesome. Yeah, I think Just don't be... use it when you're in the car because you said like the motion, maybe that was the thing versus well, like a hard book. Well, it's supposed to look like paper. Like it looks like a piece of paper. It's not like bright like a phone. Oh. I can show it to you after. That's interesting. Where did I put it? It's inside. Um, yeah, it's supposed to look like a piece of paper. It's like anti-glare. You're supposed to be able to read outside huh like and it's waterproof so like when i'm in the pool like maybe i don't want to bring a actual book out there uh-huh it might be easier just to have the kindle so i'm gonna like pick and choose like when i'm gonna use it but it's nice to have that option i think especially for travel i think it's really that's nice very cool. just to slip into you know very cool even like when we go to italy this year like that's a long flight so like i'll probably get through a lot so might as well have the kindle wow but i just have to plan which books Gotcha. Like if it's a series, you know, I make sure they're all available. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. And look at you all processing and shit. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So the, <laughs> this book slammed. Um, it's really good. It's 
a lot of our books are love story, but that sounds really boring. Like they all have like really unique, cool storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one had like so many plot twists in it. It was pretty cool. Um, so I'm excited to read the next two. I'm like struggling to even talk about it because I don't want to give things away if someone wants to read it. But it's basically about this girl that um, her father passes. And so her, her brother and her mom move to Michigan. And then she starts to get friendly with the neighbor. And then they get into all types of drama. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm curious because honestly, after I finished the first book, I would have been satisfied. But now that so you now know I'm curious to see book two and three. Yeah, like what else could possibly, you know, like I guess it's going to dive into their life and stuff. Kind of like beef. Kind of like Kinda dive like into beef. their yeah. lives. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Interessante. Good books, though. I'm excited to give you more, so. I gotta get my glasses. All right, get on it. Okay, I'm gonna get my glasses. Hurry but up. <laughs> when you started talking about books, I had to pull up this email because we got oh. an email that mm. said uh, that we don't have to read it on the podcast. <laughs> which but is we're what? going to. Um, only because um, she is sharing a, another author that, that I w- that's like similar. She loves and recommends. Oh, it's love that. L. Casamano. Okay. Uh, wait, is that Ka... After I get through all the Coho books, I will go into other authors. I'm just... I Now I need to finish all her books for some reason. Casimano. Casimano. Okay. Uh, and it's like Finlay, Don, fin, Finlay Donovan okay. is killing it. So she okay. had recommended like these three books. They were her favorite. She said specifically these three books. Okay. So, amazing. Love it. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, because you, you know, as soon as you said, yeah, I'm really getting through Colleen Hoover books really quickly. I'm like, oh shit. I remember seeing an email. Let yeah, me get yeah, her yeah, next yeah, author. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thank you for the recommendation. And uh, I mean, she is just blasting through these books in I a really day or two. Am. So, you know, Colleen Hoover needs to write more books and then maybe in the interim <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you could read somebody else. <laughs> Apparently the slant, oh no, uh, What's the other series I just bought? Apparently her other series is a show on Awesomeness TV. So I'm like, now I need to read that series so I can watch the show. <laughs> what is it? Let me see. Um, Hopeless? The Hopeless series. Apparently I think it's a show on Awesomeness TV. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I just saw that on her Instagram yesterday while I was creeping. Interesting. Yeah. But, um... Anyways, yes, so I'm blasting through books, and I'm so excited because I still got a good amount to go through, and I'm going to be really sad when it's over, but I'll read other people, I promise. I have an Ellen Hildebrand book, too. They're just just a different kind of vibe, but I've also only read one series of hers, so I want to see, like, her other writing styles, you know, in other books, and we'll see. But Coho is just that bitch. She'd just be that bitch. She's your bitch. She'd just be that bitch. Yeah, I get it. All right. Any hoosies. That's that. I don't have any, we just recorded the other day, so I don't really have anything to update on. Got my extensions taken out. I'm excited to get fresh hair for the engagement shoot. Um, and that's that. Yeah. I'm just. That'd be that. I, I'm watching American last, Idol. Oh. Aliyah's mm-hmm. very, very last ever <laughs> um, concert is tonight. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's all it's it, it's getting more and more difficult. I just want this year to be over so I can just enjoy her. You know, she's overwhelmed with all the last hoo-ha, hoo-has, <laughs> hurrahs, not hoo-has, God, Jerry, <laughs> with all the last hurrahs of like the year, you know, all the like 
the, you know, all the last shits, you know? And I just feel like she's always so busy, always so overwhelmed. And it's like, I just want the school year to be done. Like, I'm not trying to rush it. Yeah. But I want to be able to spend quality time before she goes, you know? So it's yeah. like, I, I'm, in, I'm in that in-between stage with her right now, you know? Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for tonight, her very last show. I'm sure I'm going to cry like a little bitch because that's <laughs> what I always do. And, uh, yeah. Yay! Yay. <laughs> that's all that's new with me. Amazing. All right. So we are going to hop into some advice emails. We've got a variety of topics going on here today. So okay. Let's, let's do it. How about cleavage in the workplace, Liz? Um, let's talk about it. Okay. I don't know. Chicas, I need advice on cleavage in the workplace. Interesting. I have two female co- co-workers that both have huge cleavage. Hmm. We are four employees in the office, plus the two bosses, husband and wife. Sounded like you just said foreign. You know, I don't know what it is, but last time foreign you said, employees. when I said something. I was wrong. No, no, you. S- oh, yeah, no. The I'm, I guess, slurring my words together. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> foreign. I was like, we have foreign employees. <laughs> we have four employees <laughs> in the office, plus our two bosses, husband and wife. But these girls always have cleavage. Mm. How do I kindly ask them to try to cover up more of it? In high school, our AP English literature teacher would give us uh, give the girls a sweater of shame oh. <laughs> to wear during class. <laughs> but what do I do about the workplace? Okay, so funny story. I'm not going to remember exactly what she said, but I'll never forget in high school, the thing to wear was like big baggy sweatpants and like little tank tops and then like an open zip up. That was like the style back then. Um, and you know, girls got boobs. So I guess they were out that day. And one of the like, um, what are they called? Like, like a Dean. Okay. Okay. One of the Deans, they like, they like do like the rules and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of them came up to me and she was like, um, what the fuck did she say? Like something hysterical, like, oh, it's, uh, uh, it's titty day or something like oh. that. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what she said i wish i could remember but i will never forget the moment where she was like oh okay it's like, oh fuck i don't remember what she said but anyways i was like understood um i was just trying to relate that to your story my opinion is it's not uh it's not your job you're a co-worker right you're not a boss so that's really has nothing to do with you um and maybe just be like wow nice those are nice boobs, and then move on with your day, and just don't think about it because, that hard. I mean, did you get when you're when the dean said that to you? Did you like zip up your zip? Um, like, did you take it sort of at? Well, I guess that's well, also have, different because that's the dean of a school, and you were a student. And it's not like a coworker. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's hard because even now in my adult life, I feel like because I have a bigger chest, I it like. I feel like more sexualized when I like I don't really show my boobs that often. It's very rare that I put them out because I feel like they just look so extreme because they're bigger. Like I can't wear like a slinky little top that maybe an A cup or B cup could wear. I would just like look like sexualized, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like it looks more, I guess, inappropriate. It's just boobs. It's not that big of a deal. But like to me, it just feels like so extreme because I don't really ever put them out. And I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, it's a hard topic for me because I feel a certain way, but I believe in another way. Right. Do you know what I mean? I completely understand exactly what you're saying. Like, I I feel like I look like a ho-ho if I have my boobs out, but like also like embrace your body. It's breast and it's breast. (laughs) It's breast. And if they want to have some cleavage, they can have some cleavage. If you got it, if you want it, like shake what your mama gave you. Right. So, like, I get both sides of it. So, I think also a big thing of it is, is what kind of workplace are you working in? Yeah, that's You know, true. it's a big thing. I mean, there's a big difference if you're working in a place like Hooters versus if you're working in, like, <laughs> yeah. a financial situation. Uh, financial- she said in the office. So, like, picture, like, I guess, like, an office, nine to five. Like, I personally, I would just feel uncomfortable with it, but that's just how I've been my whole life. Right. So, that would be a you problem. Just like exactly. this, is a, this is a you problem who wrote in. Um... But if it's something that you think is 
like they have it spilling out and it's not very appropriate. Mm. I would maybe mention it to the bosses and just if they think it's inappropriate, then let them deal with it. But don't you feel like they would have done something about it? Like that's on them. It's their workplace. You know what I mean? Yes. Because I'm like, I don't know. Like, I agree. Like, there is a time and a place. But, like, everybody's got their own opinion. So, it's like, if there's not, like, a dress code, like, you can't show cleavage, then, like, they can do whatever they want. And I, like, personally, like, if I wear a bathing suit, I don't care. Like, to me, that's, like, you're wearing wearing a fucking bathing suit. Like, your boobs are going to be out, Mm -hmm. you know? But, like, if I had an office job, I probably wouldn't. Because I just don't think it's necessary. But also, like, it's not a big deal if they do. Mm Mm-hmm. This is, yeah. It's a weird topic. It is. Because personally, like, I've always felt like when I do have my boobs out, it's like a thing. Like, oh, the girls are out (laughs) because I don't show them. So I feel like I've created this thing for myself of, like, I don't really show them. So when I do, it's like a thing. No, I I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Because I feel like I've known you for so long. And it's not that you walk around flaunting them or that they're out. And so I think. <clears throat> excuse me i think just like you said because you've made it such a like a non-issue I, I did that when they are out it's like oh hi let's oh let's <laughs> out today but yeah. i don't ever um like not in a bad way but just because i think because you're so modest so i think if and when you do it's like oh hi you're like in a bathing suit like oh Hello. didn't know she got those <laughs> yeah where'd those come from <laughs> but um i don't know i guess i don't have advice for you i guess um I wouldn't do anything if I were you. I think you're just a coworker, and maybe look at it half glass half full instead of glass half empty. Like, wow, nice boobs. Or maybe I, walk I around on. with your plumber's crack showing and <laughs> see if they get the hints. Constantly bend over, showing your crack, your ass crack. <laughs> no, I honestly like I don't know because I mean. I just don't think it's your business, that, in that, like in the nicest way. Yeah, like it, if it's if it's something that makes you uncomfortable, then that's a you thing. Like I stay do, in your I, office I, block and don't look at them. Yeah, or but maybe they're friends, but like, who care? I don't know. That just doesn't bother me. Yeah. I I was with one of my friends, um, one of her like parties, whatever, with like her family and stuff, and her cousin walked in and she had badonkers. Like, wow, they were massive, and she had them out like out out but i remember it was a thing of like oh my gosh she had her titties out so like i get what she's saying but like also like i would never say anything to her it was just like an observation of like wow or like also like oh that top doesn't fit you (laughs) (laughs) so like i think there's a way of doing it where uh, it's like if these girls are coming and like you know when like your boobs are out and you can see like the indent and your boobs like uh, protruding like that just doesn't look nice but it's like if there's cleavage, but they're wearing like and it fits, what's the big deal? There's I I don't know. I'm very as you guys can tell, I'm very like two sided on this. I I think it can go either way. Because like I'm all for like wear whatever the fuck you want and like do what you want. But like I have my personal thing about it. Yeah, and I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said, is there a dress code? Because yeah. I would think that's the only thing. I mean, you said there's only four employees, so it tends to be, it's, it seems like it's a much intimate. smaller, intimate, sort of homier family yeah. kind of thing. And if they don't have a problem with it, then yeah, then yeah, it's just like, like you know what, just don't, don't pay mind to it. Yeah, it's not your business. I mean, it's hard when they're in your face constantly, but just nice boobs. listen and Move yeah. On. Maybe put yours out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know. I, I don't just know. don't think it's a big deal. And I, when I say it's not your business, I mean like metaf- like uh, like business, like in your head, but also like your like physical business, like you're not the boss. <laughs> so it's like it's just uh, let them handle it. Yeah. And maybe and then, yeah, just look at it in a good way, or like laugh at it. Like you can laugh at it and be like, yeah, these bitches always have their tits out. <laughs> Who cares? Just laugh at all. Sometimes you just laugh at all. Listen, as, off. as a member of the little itty bitty titty committee, I um, 
I wish I had a little more to show, but I don't think I would show it in an office. And like, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I think that's like the personal like preference kind yeah. of thing. I think there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you're going out but, to a club, like fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I agree, it is up to them. And as long as your yeah. boss doesn't have an issue with it, I don't think that you should have an issue with it. You know, yeah. just. And also, like, yeah, because you say, oh, they have huge cleavage. Like, so what? If they had smaller boobs, it would be okay with you? Hmm. I'm uh, the the big itty bitty (laughs) mini is offended. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, because they have huge boobs, it's like sexualized as like a bad thing. But if they had smaller boobs, it would be like modest. Mm. So it's like, why are we getting the double standard? Mm. I don't fucking know. Guys, don't ask me about this topic. I don't yeah, fucking, I don't know. Okay, do whatever you want. It's your body. All right, listen. You're reading the next one. Let's let's okay. let's change it up a little bit. Oh God. Oh no. Oh God. Wow. Okay. My brother yes. is marrying a registered sex offender, and I don't know if he knows. Help. Oh. Well, just by reading this, um, you should tell him. Uh, <laughs> but let's yeah. read Wait, it. Can I just? I mean. Did you like she must have went and did well, some PI work? Uh, yeah. You know, like how do you know but he don't know because you must have done some snooping. Like is she All right, let's let me out. just let We're me just be quiet. Out. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Hi guys. It's my first time writing Hi. in, but I've been here since the very beginning. My life is typically drama-free, so this is the first time I've had something worth writing in about. So, my older brother recently got engaged. My whole family has been super excited for him. He has always been pretty shy and private, and this is the first girl that he's been with that he's actually let us know things about the relationship. Mm. We have yet to meet his fiance in person because she lives out of state. My brother travels for work, and that's where they met. We FaceTimed right after they got engaged, and she seemed very sweet, so I was really happy for them. After we hung up, I decided to do some social media snooping because I wanted to know more about who my brother was marrying. I searched everywhere and I could not find her on any platform. I'm a professional snooper, (laughs) so I just figured uh, she didn't have social media. But then I decided to Google her and maybe find her LinkedIn or something. LOL. LinkedIn is always a good thing to look at. Uh, Nope. Instead, I found her mugshot and a bunch of news reports. My heart sank and i felt sick to my stomach she had an inappropriate relationship with a young student at the school she worked for and was sentenced to five years probation and is now a registered sex offender i had to pick my jaw up off the floor after reading the details and i'm still sick about it as i type this i just had to go snooping ugh It was incredibly difficult watching my family congratulate my brother and be so excited for him, asking questions about the wedding, saying how excited they were to meet her, etc. I felt horrible because I would just try to change the subject anytime it got brought up. I'm the only one in my family who knows, and I hate it. Sure, it might seem obvious. Just tell my brother. (laughs) But I should say that my brother and I are not super close. We don't really have deep conversations. What I'm afraid about is that he already knows. And if I ask him about it, I'm scared that he'll be embarrassed and cut our family out or just make things completely awkward. On the other hand, I'm scared that he either A, doesn't know at all, or B, knows that she's on probation for something but doesn't know what for. She could have told him she went to jail for stealing or something, and my brother is the type to accept that answer and move on. Whereas I'm someone who's going to confirm those details for myself. My brother is also very blessed financially, so I just worry about her using him, especially if she's a felon and she will have a hard time finding a job. I just hate that he's finally so happy. I don't want to ruin it for him. The fiance will also text me to get opinions about the wedding, send me pictures of her dresses, uh, etc. I just have to fake it. My mom also is trying to get me involved in the wedding planning. I wish I could just go back in time and not Google her because I hate all this weight being on my shoulders. Oh my what God. do I do? So before you even said my brother might already know, that was going to be my response. Like, hopefully she told him and he already knows and accepted that it was a mistake that she made in the past and she's moved on and learned from it and is better. Um And... I think it's nice that she's texting you about the wedding and her dresses and like trying to get you involved. I think that's a good start. 
Um, I think if it's weighing on you really heavily and you can't just let it go, then I think that you should have a conversation with your brother about it just to like scratch the itch in your brain. That's my new favorite saying. Scratch the itch? Yeah, I just feel like it's so, it just makes so much sense. Like you got to scratch that itch in your brain. It makes sense for like my OCD shit. Like that's how it feels for me. Like you, you just, just have to just get it out. Do it. Like you gotta like get yeah. it out. No, I get it. I get yeah. it. I feel so bad for her because I know Oof. it's like, you know that expression, careful what you look for, you know, because you're going <laughs> to yeah. find it. And yeah. she did. And I understand completely what you mean about like, damn, I wish I would have never looked because mm-hmm. if you don't look, you don't know. If you don't know, you'd be There's no like, opinion the moment, on her. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I think there's a couple of things. I, uh, I think, uh, first of all, first of all, how long ago was this? Yeah. Um, was it? She was 19 and the person was 17. Uh-huh. So technically still a child kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, was it she was 30 and the child was five? Because that's a completely, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's a completely, right. there's a big, huge difference. 100%. I mean, an inappropriate relationship is an inappropriate relationship, but it might be inappropriate for the state you're living in where some states now 14 is legally of age to get married. Mm. So I think a lot kind of depends on 100%. what the facts of the case are. Also, also like her side she, of the story. Did she pay her time? Is she, is she um, like changed? Did she exactly. grow from it and learn from it? And it was a mistake and it was just an did innocent thing. Did the student thing? make up a rumor and right. she got herself into some shit and she's like, well, fuck, there's nothing I can do about right. it now. So like, like yeah, she, I'm sure that, there's always three sides to the story, right? Right. So, so I think, and I don't know. Not that like, we're like defending a sex offender, but this doesn't not. sound like it's um, someone who was going around and, and had multiple children and was in jail for 15 years. Like this sounds like she could have got herself in a shit situation. situation. And again, I think the age is a huge thing because I for think sure. if they were close in age, that's one thing. I think if it was. That's a, yeah. You know. Totally. Um, and I think I would maybe look into that, but, and I, I don't think anybody will ever agree with me with what I'm about to say, but you said that she contacts you all the time. She texts you talking about the dress. I think I would talk to her. Mm. I don't think I would go to my brother. Yeah. I think I would go to her and I would say, listen, Mm. I'm so happy for my brother. I'm happy for you both. I want to go follow you. Yeah, you know what? Admitting, like, yeah. I snooped and I saw this. And yeah. I don't want to bring it to my brother because I'm sure yeah. there's an explanation. But can you put my mind at ease? Can you? What if she says, please don't tell your brother? I would again. Okay. So I would have to hear her side yeah. of the story. Yeah. I would have to do more homework on it and yeah. dig in and deep. Like she said, she saw news articles or whatever. Send have us you. her name. Uh, yeah. Let me do the snooping. Okay. Cause I am a professional <laughs> super myself. Um, but I, I think I would be blunt, be like, yo, yeah. I, I know you have a history. Yeah. You're about to marry my brother. I have concerns and I want to be happy for the both of you. I, I believe in people make mistakes and they yeah. grow from it. And I'm hoping that's the situation. Mm-hmm. But I think I need you to make me feel a little more comfortable about the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think depending on what she allows you to know, I think her responses, I think is then going to give you an idea of, do I need to go tell my brother or not? Mm-hmm. You know? I, I also just read a book with a plot like this. And... And it it make that's why I feel more sympathetic towards it because I'm like, oh, you never know. Like no, nothing like this happened, but it was about how, yeah, like a teacher student relationship. Mm. And it's like there's so many ways that that could go, so many scenarios it could happen. Like you said, the close age, whatever. And it makes like I was reading the book and I'm like, just go for it, just do it, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Remember that Fucking show? Do it. Wait, do you remember that show? Teacher, wasn't it called yes. Teacher? Yes. So like that too. Like there's so many things that you just never know. And again, how would you fall in love with? Right. Although it's so inappropriate. It's the age is the biggest thing. You know. Like I agree. If you're if you're if you're agreeing to be 
a school teacher, you you should go in there with the mindset of teaching, not potentially falling in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. it's like, you know how like nurses or like doctors or whatever, they sign like, the, they have like this, I don't know whether it's a written oath or an oath where like, you know, like you could, whatever. It's like they have to save. They have to try to save somebody. So yes. even if that person's a bad person that just hurt somebody, if they're mm-hmm. bleeding out, they're supposed to save them. Like, I think it's the same sort of thing as a teacher. I think you have, like, some sort of, like, moral oath sort 100%. of thing that you're supposed to protect yeah. these children, not take advantage of them. Well, yeah. The book I read, they were in a relationship, and then she walked into class and found out. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do it. See, maybe that's this situation. We don't know. They could have been together. And then she could have been like, shit, I'm your teacher. Right. Shit. So I think there's a lot of things. (laughs) But honestly, I would not go to my brother because, like you said, you don't have the greatest relationship. If he already knows, he might be like, you know what? Fuck you. Get out of my life. I'm done. Yeah. Always trying to, you know, I would just confront the girl. I would say, you know, you have nothing to lose with asking her, you know, either she's going to make you feel comfortable about the situation or you're just not going to be happy. But right now you're not happy anyway. So I I would just go talk to her. Correct. It's going to be awkward. Sure. But I would rather talk to her before they get married and clear the air and be able to like be genuinely happy for their marriage and enjoy the situation than not talking to her and having this pent up feelings for her for the rest of their marriage and life and everything else. I agree. Oh, good. I didn't think I would talk to her too. I like that. Okay. Good luck. Oh my god, and I definitely want an update on this, please. Give me an update. <laughs> I want to know. Okay, advice on self-confidence. Hello, beautiful, strong woman. You can say my name. All right, Karen. She's from Colorado. (laughs) She's watched Alyssa's YouTube channel since the beginning. I love Alyssa and Jerry's relationship. It reminds me me of me and my mother-in-law's relationship. My question is, how do you gain self-confidence? Is there anything I can do every day to improve it? I think I'm ugly. The reason why I think I'm ugly is because I suffer with losing weight. How do I cope with my depression, anxiety? Um, Oh, how I cope with it is by eating food because food is my comfort and a way to escape. Here's a picture of me and my partner and my pets. Recently, my partner and I have been listening to the podcast together, and since then, we've been getting a lot closer, and our communication is improving. I love you both. Aww. Mm. Oh, look at the kitties. You guys are adorable. Stop it, will you? Stop saying that. Um, Why? No, like, stop saying that she's ugly. Stop saying that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were telling yourself to stop saying uh, like, that you're no, adorable. No, 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 no. You uh, guys are adorable. Your kitties are adorable. Um, I, you know, you know me very well. And I suffer from confidence as well. Lack of confidence as well. Um, my thing is. Can I say what I would say? Yeah. I would seek professional help. Because I'm not a doctor, but to me, it sounds like you have an eating disorder. Mm. So that's what I, that's what I would do if you're suffering with depression and anxiety and binge eating. Um, and you you are suffering with bad thoughts about yourself and you're suffering with weight loss. Like I would just start seeking professional help in all those different categories just to overall, you know, improve your well-being. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, that's what I would personally do. Everybody could always use therapy. therapy like everybody, you know, if you need to get on anxiety medication, depression medication. If you need to talk to a nutritionist, if you need to um, talk to somebody about your eating disorder or like a specialist in that category, um, just something to like help get you out of all of those slumps. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the only thing I try to do is not equate, which it's hard for me and I, I do it, but I try to step aside. I try to not equate my 
inner thoughts with my outer body, if that makes sense. Like I always say, I know I'm an absolutely beautiful person on the inside. Like I know I'm a good person. I know I will do anything for anybody. I know I care about people. Like I know I'm a good human. So I just try to separate the two, but give yourself affirmations, you know, and don't allow, um, you know, if you think like, obviously I have a problem. I, I hate my smile. I, my weight has always been an issue, but that doesn't make me hate myself or like think ill of myself. Like other than the outside, you know, I don't know. So I think affirmations can definitely help with you help. Um, I know when I read positive affirmation types of things, it kind of makes me feel better. Um, and then, yeah, like Liz said, maybe, uh, find a therapist or, you know, see if they can help you through some of these things to not, you know, not judge who you are as a character just by what you feel you see on the outside. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's tough. It's tough. We live in a society where, you know, it's tough. It's tough for people who don't have that, but it, uh, again, I have, I have this one girlfriend I've mentioned, not her by name before, but I have this girlfriend I went to school with and I think she's probably about 400 pounds and she carries herself like the most confident person I've ever seen in my entire life. And it doesn't matter. I used to think that it was sort of fake, like fake it till you make it kind of thing. And I realized like, I don't think it is. I think if you hold it, you hold it. So that's why I'm saying like, I think it's hard in a society where everything is beauty influenced and stuff like that. But at the same time, if you just love who you are, regardless of maybe how you think you look, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to be my advice. And then professional yeah, yeah, it just sounds like you're stuck in a cycle of so many different things. So you need to break out of it and do something that is going to help you get out of all of these mm-hmm. mindsets. Like break Could, it, like go, go start. Like you got to just start doing something different. But you, I know I've been there where food was my comfort. And it was like, that's the only thing that would make me feel better is by eating. And then you eat and then you feel like shit about eating. It's and a cycle. So it's like, do something Try to maybe start, even start with that. Like instead of like when you're going through your shit, instead of eating something, go for a walk or read a book or crochet a hat or whatever, you know, find a hobby that you could replace the eating You need to do more things that make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Because when you're in a happy mindset, you look at things in a more positive way. Well, I think that's why reading the affirmations is like such a good thing because I think it does put you in a better mindset when you're seeing positive shit around you, so... 100%. Okay. Um, Subject. My 14-year-old cousin told me she was gay. Help. Hello, lovely ladies. I hope you guys are doing well. I've written in before about a different topic. If I word vomit on this email, I'm sorry. But let's get into it. Uh, I'm 24. My husband's 29. And we were just awarded custody of my 14-year-old cousin due to her grandparents being unable to care for her anymore. I know exactly who you are. She has, I remember this couple. Like, I remember the story. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, she has no self-esteem, high anxiety, mild depression, and ADHD. I'm giving context about who she is before I get to the part where I need advice. She is also easily influenced by others, and I would say she's a follower, not a leader. I'm trying to get her anxiety and ADHD under control, but, you know, this stuff takes time. My best friend called me the other night and told me that my cousin, Kay, had told some girls at school that she was gay. My friend's daughter knows a lot of kids from middle school, and that's how she knew. Now... I was raised that you love everyone and we're not here on this earth to judge one another. So Kay, can we give her a name? Kayla. So Kayla, uh, where was I? So Kayla being gay isn't the issue. Where the fuck was I? Okay, got it. Uh, I called my mom to get advice on how to handle this situation because I feel like we are still in a world where kids are very mean and have other sexual or orientation isn't always accepted with kayla not having any self-esteem i worry that she will not be able to handle the ridicule that she might get at school if this gets around after getting off the phone with my mom i want to check in on Kay. i went to check in on kayla because it was time for her to go to bed 
I told her that I was randomly going to start checking her phone just to make sure that she is only doing what she's supposed to be doing on it because I know how I was at a kid as a kid and with all the other issues that Kayla has, we don't need any more to add to the list. As I was telling her goodnight, Kayla says, wait, I need to tell you something, but I'm scared that you will hate me or be mad at me. I assured her I wouldn't be mad and I don't hate people. After 30 minutes, she finally came out and told me that she was dating a girl. Here's where I need advice. A few summers ago, Kayla got caught up with this girl, we'll call her Layla, and an older man. This man was sending Kayla explicit pictures of himself and was asking her to do the same. Once Kayla's grandfather found it, he didn't report this man, which makes me mad, and he told Kayla that she wasn't allowed to be friends with Layla anymore. They've been talking in secret since the beginning of the school year, and now... Uh, and Kayla knew that it was wrong because she was scared for me to go through her phone last night. Layla is not a good influence on Kayla. She's very toxic and Kayla is begging for her love, following her around like a lost puppy. It's no wonder that Kayla has so much anxiety. I had anxiety just reading their conversation. Kayla and Layla were taking, uh, talking very explicitly to each other. Uh, Kayla was saying how she was going to lie to my husband and I and say that an old friend wanted to spend the night. They were going to pretend that they were asleep until the grown-ups went to bed and Layla was going to get in the bed with Kayla. They were going to take showers together and Kayla hoped that Layla wasn't on her period when she stayed over because Kayla has plans to have oral sex with her. She was also sharing her location with Layla. The problem that I have with this is me and Kayla live at home alone throughout the week. My husband comes home on the weekends, and we have my stepdaughter every other weekend. What if some pedophile or stalker had hacked Layla's account on Life360 and found out where we lived and tried to break in and kill us in the middle of the night? That terrifies me to death. So, I had a talk with her this evening, the evening that I'm writing to you guys. We talked about sex, STDs, virginity, pedophiles, controlling relationships, the type of person she needs to be seeking, etc., I assured her multiple times that I'm not punishing her because she came out to me. I was punishing her because of the explicit things I found on her phone and the manipulation of my husband and I's kindness and trust. Kayla told me that she doesn't even know if she is gay. She doesn't know what she is. I explained to her that exploring is okay, but she needs to be careful in who she chooses to explore her sexuality with. She is grounded for two weeks. Her door has to stay open at all hours of the day because she was sneaking around talking to Layla when she's supposed to be in bed. No one can stay the night for a while and she can stay at others' houses and she can't stay at others' houses for a while because I can't trust her if she says, quote, they're just a friend. Do you guys feel like I did the right thing? Was I too harsh on her? Would you have done something differently in this situation? Okay, love, love you. Bye. Let's refresh that she's also 14. Okay. Okay. So go ahead, mom. You're a mom. I think that this has two completely different things. I I think her being gay is is not even a part of this whole email at all. I think the issue is is she broke your trust. She's speaking to somebody who she shouldn't have been speaking to. She knew she wasn't supposed to be speaking to this person. So regardless if it was a boy, a girl, a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, if she's gay, if she's not gay, she broke that trust with you. And for that reason, she lost her privileges. Like, I agree with that. Door, uh, listen, I remember my mom taking my door off the hinges. <laughs> um, oh, well, actually, What'd you I'm, do? I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I would just go upstairs and slam my door. And so my mom took it off because if she didn't like yell at me for slamming my door, I would open it and slam it harder. Like I wanted that attention. I would stomp up the stairs and slam my door. So forget my it. My mom's door, a slammer. My mom took the door off the hinges for that reason, not because I broke her trust with something else. But that is so I funny. remember my mom always saying, like, if you're going to break, you'll lose your door. And I have friends who in the past have lost their door. Oh so I, I agree. Keep that door open. I would constantly monitor her phone. You know, because she's broke that thing and she's broke your trust. And you and your husband taking her in, she has to understand the massive, um, what is the word, um, gesture that you guys did. You didn't have to. You could have let her go off into the system, but you chose not to. She's family. You want to keep her safe, for the, you know, all of this. She took advantage of your kindness 
And sure, 14-year-olds make mistakes. Yeah, like, do you think she was just being like a silly 14-year-old? Like, oh, let's just wait until my parents go to bed. I'll tell them you're your friend. Like, um, exploring, like, is no. do you think it's, like, an innocent, like, young, dumb thing? Um, I don't know, because that got pretty graphic of things that they wanted to do. Like... But, like, is she so young that she doesn't realize the weight of what no, she's doing? No, come on. You knew yeah. at 14. I knew I don't, at 14. I'm just picking your brain. No, I knew at 14 what it was all about and stuff like right. that. And it's like, could you joke around and maybe tease and say stuff like that? Sure. Like, I can understand. But not if, like, the intention was to sneak her over, pretend yeah. she's just a long-lost friend. Especially right. since this is somebody who was affiliated with a older gentleman who is sending her explicit pictures she knew that this person that's what i'm saying so it doesn't even like the whole gay thing doesn't matter whether she's Uh, gay she's not Uh, she's curious she wants to explore good for her go do your exploring my thing is is she broke your trust she knows that this person layla was not supposed to be in her life she knows that this person, Layla, was affiliated with that older man who was sending her inappropriate inappropriate pictures, tickets. I don't know. Let's say chicken. Listen, I don't know why I'm having speech problems. I'm not on all those meds that I used to be on. Um, I just, I think that she broke your trust. I think she knows what she's getting into. And I think... She's obviously had a hard life, right? She was living with her grandparents. Now she's living with you. So she is going to reach out to what's comfortable to her, which happens to be this friend, Layla. So I understand like she, like maybe that she's calming for her or she's looking for love. And like you said, like that's an easy grab for her. But I think what you did was right. I think sitting her down, talking to her, I think it's very important to leave the gay word out of it because I don't think that has anything to do with it. Well, she said I reiterated to her many times that I was not punishing her because she came out. Yeah, I think think she broke your trust and I think at 14, she needs to now earn that trust back from you. Honestly, I'm rereading it. uh Uh-huh. They were going to take showers together. That's what I'm saying. And have oral sex. No, that was that. That's yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's not just the innocent. Oh, I'm going to sneak you in. You'll pretend you're an old friend. You can have like a little make out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. That there's a big difference. Uh, Yeah, I get it. This was a little more. And I think. And they share the location with each other. Yeah. I think all that needs to just go bye bye. I think not share a location. I think she shouldn't be around Layla anymore. And I think you as her guardian, legal guardian, you guys took guardianship of her. I think you have the right to say no more Layla in your life. And. You know, she's probably going to hate you, be pissed off. But you remember being, you know, pissed off at your parents, too. Yeah. <laughs> we we have to do everything to protect our children. And especially since this Layla girl was affiliated with that older man, I think is more so a reason why Kayla should understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you did the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We got to protect our kids, man. Yeah. Got to protect them in this world that we're living in. Interesting. All right. One more. Okay. Uh oh, you were about to read it. Go. Was it I don't know. Is it not my turn? Oh no, it is your turn. <laughs> no, but if you want to read it, <laughs> go ahead. You you got it. Okay. Stage Advice is yours. for relationship with mother. What's poppin', ladies? I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, and you guys literally get my pregnant ass through the dreaded (laughs) chores, you know, showering, podcast on, cooking dinner, podcast (laughs) on. You guys literally keep me awake long enough to get my shit done. You're (laughs) welcome. I'm glad we don't put you to sleep. (laughs) Anywho, this may be a long one, so I apologize in advance. I just feel like I have to give you a little backstory. I haven't always had the most spectacular relationship with my mom. My parents divorced when I was eight, and she remarried when I was 10. Once I hit about 12 or 13, her husband and I did not get along. He was very controlling. I couldn't wear tight tops, leggings. I couldn't go swimming in my swimsuit anywhere other than at home up until I moved out at 18. He would take my car that I needed for work and school, my phone, the door to my bedroom, and if, <laughs> if I didn't listen. He called me a rebellious teen 
uh, when I was the complete opposite. I just wasn't going down without a fight because no man will try to control me. Uh, when I'd go to my dad's or my grams, he'd track my location and blow up my phone and demand that I respond right away when I wasn't allowed to be on my phone at home. The entire time this was going on, my mom never stood up for me. When I was like five or six, I was molested by a female cousin who babysat us. Jesus. The only reason they found out was because I was getting tested for stomach issues and they saw some things they didn't like and did a rape test. My mom's mom still to this day, will say I lied and that the entire side of the family has hated me since. Saying I'm selfish, I'm a bitch, think I'm better off, better than everyone. <sighs> so I hadn't had anything to do with them since I was old enough to say no. So about eight or so. I always ask my mom not to speak about her mother, sister, or niece around me and do not speak to them about me. I'm pregnant now and was going to have my mom in the delivery room with us. Throughout my entire pregnancy, and throughout my entire pregnancy, my mom has been filling in her mother and niece, the one that molested me, and her sister, after I've asked her not to. And she always fills me in on all of them. And I always tell her, I don't care. Thanks. I feel as if my mom puts everyone before me, her own child. Well, I told my mom that my boyfriend and I just wanted to be the two of us in the delivery room. In the delivery room. I don't need my mom stressing me out which she tends to do, or getting upset, calling me, calling me mouth, saying I hurt her feelings when I'm moody during birth because I'm pushing out a kid out of my cooter. <laughs> cooter. <laughs> I'm going to be in some pain and not in the best mood the entire time. But I want my gram, my dad's mom there. She's my best friend and has helped, me, helped my grandpa and, and had my back since day one. They're my only quote, parents. They've never left me left me, and always been there for me. But I don't want to hurt my mom's feelings for having my gram there and not her. As of right now, it's just her, it's just my boyfriend and I, and we both agreed we'd like to have gram there because her presence makes us feel so much better and relaxed. My boyfriend and I, uh, sorry, my boyfriend and Graham are the biggest supporters, and she could be there for him as well. What do you guys do in this situation? I'm sorry, this was long, and I'll attach a picture of my boyfriend and my Graham. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love, she sends another email. Oh, shit, I forgot to add the pictures. LMAO. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, so cute. Um, um, I can tell that you're hurt by this because you say, my mom's mom, or... Um, you said you didn't call him your stepdad because like I would do shit like that. So I can tell that this like really hurts you. Um, I think that it's your birth and you can have whoever the fuck you want in the room. Uh, but you will deal with probably thoughts and opinions about it from your mom. But like it's your birth and if you only want your grandmother there, then that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. But like, uh, know that your mom's probably going to throw a hissy fit. I, I'm sorry on so many levels, but I would love to know why you still try with her. Yeah. You know, she has literally, I mean, you're like, mom, please. I don't want to hear about your mom, your sister, It's just your disrespectful. Niece, and she just keeps disrespecting you. Yeah. You ask her, I don't want to know about them, but don't she tells let them you everything. Know about me. You tell her, don't let them know about you. She goes I and tells them shit. everything. It's like, why are you still trying to hold this relationship? And I listen, I'm going to go back and say, oh, people only have one mom, da, da, da. just because she gave birth to you. She didn't support you when you were being molested. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me is the biggest like shame on her. Like the mom's she, mom didn't believe her. She, the grandmother. Yeah, but she didn't. She say the like mom her mom. She said the mom didn't support when the um, stepfather was controlling her and all that. She never stood up for her. I don't know because and in my she my. Said, I don't know. I think your mom needed to do more and didn't. Yeah, and protect you and. I think by her still talking to the people that hurt you the most is a slap in the face to you. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I don't know if I would ever forgive my mom for talking to the people that yeah. did that yeah. horrible things to you. Yeah. Like how how do you how do you move past that? You yeah. you can't move past that. And the fact that your mother like like you're trying, you're trying to have this relationship with your mom and you're like just do me a favor, I don't want to know about them and she still puts it in your face. To me that's just such an ugly ugly thing and I don't know I don't know how she could even expect to be in the room with you after you completely, after her completely like disrespecting you and going back and telling them everything about your pregnancy when you've clearly told her not to. So I think you should have Graham in the, in the room with you. She's the one that gives you and your, your man peace and comfort and her presence makes you feel good and happy. That's what this pregnancy, the delivery, the, the labor process, all that should be about the joy about bringing a baby into the world, not the stressors that are going to be associated with your mom being there. So Mm -hmm. I don't even think you should think twice about it. And I think if your mother's feelings are hurt, oh, well, because your mother has hurt your feelings many of times. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe you need to, I don't know if you have, but I think maybe if she says, wait, wah, 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 how come I can't be in the room, but you're choosing Graham? Well, tell her the truth. Graham gives me peace. You bring me stress. Graham supports me. You don't support me. I ask you not to go and tell them my business, and you do, and you don't respect me, and you bring their business to me when I told you I don't want it. I think you need to be honest with her. Mm-hmm. And if she don't like what you have to say, then that's, that's her. her problem. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I also want to give you, like, another option because if you're listening to us say this, and you're like, fuck, like, having to deal with her even just saying anything to me just sounds awful. Like, I think you would still have a beautiful, joyous experience if it was just you and your boyfriend. Like, if if what we're saying right now, you're like, I don't want to have to deal with her fucking backlash, like, da-da-da-da, like, I'd rather just have no one, like, then that could be good for you, too. Like, you have to, like, weigh out the options of, like, what, like, how you want to protect your peace and, like, what kind of stress you want to let in because there's going to be repercussions of you not inviting her because you're only inviting your grandmother. Like, she's going to have something to say about that. And if the thought of that, like, if you don't want to deal with that, like her like messaging you and calling you about it and da 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 like you can also just do it with you and your partner mm-hmm. and i think you would be you know happy with that so like weigh out your options yeah. like what you're willing to allow yeah i know? i mean i agree that that's definitely an option yeah, i like, think she's going to have think about the, it. i think she's going to have the repercussions regardless whether she has the gram there or not because she invited her mom and now she's saying no you can't so I think mom's going to be pissed off and talk shit regardless. Yeah. Um, so I think if Graham gave you more, pe- is going to potentially give you more peace, have her. If you think you'll be fine, just you and your mans, then do it that way. I don't think you owe anybody an explanation. This is you. You're having this child. And that's it. I don't think you owe anybody anything. Someone will always have something to say. Always. Always. You can do anything and someone will have something to say about it so fuck it who cares what other people think and just live your life because no matter what you do someone will have something to say so fucking don't worry about what other people think that's exactly why i said let graham be there if that's important to you and you think she'll do you better by being there then have graham there because either way you're gonna get backlash it's i drop a clock (laughs) i got it right this time professional (laughs) Okay, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been a minute since we just did some good old advice, and that was a lot of different topics. So, um, And remember, these are just our opinions. We are not professionals because these are some serious topics we talked about today. And sometimes even when I I, I notice when I listen back or something, I'll be like, damn, why didn't we say that? Yeah. You know, so remember that this is just like, yes, we are human. These are our opinions and we don't know the whole story. We only know what's presented to us. And we try to play like both sides, devil's advocate. So like if you don't agree, it's. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't, we only have an email in front of us. We don't know these people. We can only give what we are given. Right. So take it with a grain of salt. And we, I, and we're we, allowed to change our opinions yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Once we get more information, we've had that happen 100%. in the past where we're like, oh, oh that makes sense. Right, right. Scratch everything that we said because now this is how we feel. Exactly. Um, but I really do wish everyone today the best of luck in their situations yeah. and obviously would love some updates. So please yeah. update us. And the people that get us, get us. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and we appreciate you. you. Okay, love you. Bye.